Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. In addition to our usual obscenity warning, we would like to note that this episode contains mention of physical violence toward animals and humans. Hello, welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading Chapter 6 of Magic Steps. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's get ahead of the competition. Chapter 6 begins with Rokat's brother Kassam coming to the Duke. He's worried that his family is under attack and he also has some information for the Duke. Perhaps of why his family's being attacked. Yes. (laughs) And explains that one of his family members slighted a member of this other family and they're all terrible people so now they're just going to kill them because they're That makes sense. But yeah. Vedras is like, oh, that's not how we do things in Emlon, so you're under my protection, blah 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 Sends him back with an extra couple of guards, promises that they're looking into it and doing everything they can to find the killers. And then on his way back... Ambush. Yeah, these two people and this mage that has the ability of nothingness in order to hide them. Ambush this guy and their guards and they kill everybody and they go, they chop off his head and go leave it in a public place somewhere. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talked about what we liked and didn't like about this chapter. 
This chapter was kind of eh to me. It was kind of blah. I knew what was going to happen at the end as soon as this guy showed up freaking out. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to die. I didn't expect it to be like right at the end of the chapter. I thought it'd be like the next chapter or something, but it was right at the end of this chapter. I'm like, oh, okay. Happened sooner than I thought. But yeah, I knew that was going to happen. There's only a couple things that I liked in this chapter. Tell us, Brittany, what did you like? The first one was when Sandry was saying that that she misses everybody that she but she can't talk to Tris but if she really tries she could talk to Dodge and Briar so she should really try and talk to them because I miss them too <laughs> I want to hear from them Aww. the other one that I liked was when Sandy told the guy off was like as a rule silk isn't practical for handkerchiefs you should use something else it looks great but not a not good doesn't the moisture very well and he just, like, rolls his eyes at her. I'm like, you tell him, Sandry. Lady Sandraline, get him. <laughs> That's her nickname. Get him. Get him. Get him. What she does, she gets him. <laughs> Pretty much. I take that back. I have one more like. I like at the very beginning when the guy walks in and he's like, oh, there's a lady in here. You should probably make her leave. And the Duke's like, uh, no, shut up, Okay. You either talk or get the fuck out, okay? You can handle it. You got two Mm. options here. (laughs) And Sandry herself, I love that she, like, takes up her basket of sewing. And so she just sort of looks like she's not paying attention. And (laughs) just the proper little lady who's just sewing like she's supposed to. It's all all a ruse. She's all Yeah. Yeah. Big props, <laughs> big props to the Duke for uh, keeping Sandry close. Oh, yeah. Very specifically, I liked the third paragraph of this chapter because it gives you a ton of info written very concisely in how Neclaren Goldeye is out of touch. They can't bring him there because he's way far away and how long he's going to be there and that he's with Triss and, you know, it's all relevant stuff that's happening. It was very compact, concise, but uh, full of info and well-written. I also liked Duke Vedras using his serious business voice. When talking to Kassam, uh, he's like, listen, thank you for the pleasantries. Just tell me what you need. Sandry explained that she actually felt like, damn, he sounds dangerous right now. Which is uh, fun to see because, you know, he, he to us and to the kids, he seems like a pretty laid back guy. He's got serious responsibilities, but he's not serious all the time. But he yeah. is capable of giving off that aura of, listen, Power. I don't have time to fuck around. Yeah. Power like a cloak. Even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a perfect descriptor. I wonder where it came from. I don't know. It just <laughs> came to me. <laughs> Also, Duke Vedras and Baron Erdogan are playing bad cop, worse cop. <laughs> uh, the, the fact that Sandry could tell that they'd like done this before and that Erdogan is just being sharp and nasty and like, you're wasting our time. Like, why didn't you tell us this before? Like, just being mad, knowing that the Duke kind of sets him up to be that way so he can kind of be like, oh, no, relax. Like, it's not that bad you know like just trying to like rein him in to make himself look better to the person just beautiful politicking i i feel very smart very well written i feel like sandry's learned at the feet of the best yes oh yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah 
I definitely wonder. Like now we see why she's good at politicking. It's one of those. I wonder where she gets it from. Yeah. I mean, she didn't get it from her parents. Apparently. No, apparently not. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun to see that little, uh, those interactions and it it doesn't have like a ton to do with the story, but it does flesh out Duke Vedras and, and his advisor to be very, um, they know what they're doing. They know how to work together to get stuff done. Yeah. I really liked that the provost is female. It's just another one of those little mentions by Pierce that just this other random person who we don't even really meet is just like, da 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 da. She. I just love how she has this world populated with women in power and it's very normal. Women uh, and people in people of color in power, specific. Yes. Both of those things are just fantastic about all of this. I yes, feel. can we can we please live in a world more like this? <laughs> yeah, please. And, and can, the, the one thing that I like is that it's not made to be like a big deal. Yeah, they just yeah. exist. Like yeah. they're not. It, it's meant. It's mentioned in passing. It's not even like brought attention to. It's just I feel like as a consumer base we are starved for women and people of color in any sort of powerful position and that's not just in fantasy that's across the board in basically any medium yeah there, there's yeah. not a ton of representation and we it have is, this in the early 2000s you know which admittedly yeah. isn't that far back but it's something that well wasn't super common back then yeah, and even now we still see a highly cis white male dominated as the main character or the person in power or the person who saves the day. We don't see a lot of children with any kind of life-changing power. We don't see women, especially women of color, in any kind of position of power because even some of the media that does have women in positions, they're almost always white. <laughs> so it, it's always just really nice, that subtlety of just a dark-skinned lady representing. I just love it. <laughs> I noted Sandry mentions that Nico and Tris are halfway to the Cape of Grief, which made me think of the Cape of Good Hope. That I thought that too. And then it's described, you know, real quick as like the southernmost tip of the Pebbled Isles, right? I think is what it said. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So it was. Sounds accurate. That's what I felt. I like, <clears throat> and I probably wouldn't have really noticed this had Brittany not mentioned the other brother's turban, but I noted because Sam wears a turban. And it also mentions he has like sheaths at his belt. It made me wonder if he, he and his family are like modeled after the sea for chance. See, that's definitely what I have kind of always kind of picked up is that that kind of vibe. And as someone who has recently started looking into the varying religions in the Middle East, Sikhs are honestly the coolest. It's a very interesting religion. It, it is. It is with a fascinating very history. They are yeah. very chill. Yeah, but they also are strapped cool. at all times, which is yeah. Do no harm, but take no shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly. I feel the summification. Do no harm, 
but take no shit. I mentioned to somebody something about Sikhs being pacifistic and they were like, that doesn't make any sense. They're like the the warriors of God and they like carry swords and shit. And I'm like, yeah, but that started like centuries after the religion began. And the the way the religion began was with this dude being like, hey, Muslims, Hindus, we're all friends here. God loves everyone. Yeah. Let's be a big, happy family. And it was very pacifistic. And the reason that yeah. it became less pacifistic was basically because they were being persecuted. And they were like, okay. <laughs> That's the biggest thing is one of the big problems with pacifist in general is they tend to be regarded as weak, therefore easier to manipulate, pick on, or flat out murder. I find the whole inner workings of the history there there's so much there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as a white passing person, I have no history <laughs> that isn't angry and bloodshed. So <laughs> it's nice to see ones that are not founded in murder. <laughs> yeah. I noticed he wears a turban, but it also stood out to me that Sandry's like, oh, he's not fat like his brother. Tris is fat, but she's also not usually described as fat. She's usually described as like plump. And so it kind of stood out to me, especially because Kassam is like, oh, no, I'm not like my siblings, bloody, bloody, blah. So we get this. He's supposed to be like the, the more honest person. And so he's the skinny one that kind of also jumped out at me. LOL, mages and alcohol. And Indy's muted, so we cannot hear them laughing, but... Yes. Actually, I was choking on my own spit, but oh, yes. Also laughing. <laughs> I loved the little mention there, and it's going to come back at some point. Again, just as a little side mention, but I always love that little bit. Duke Vedris just being kind of a cool guy and like, everyone in Emelon is under my rule and I'm responsible for them. And I'm going to like do what I can to protect you because that's my job. Which seems like obvious, but still it's not obvious to everybody. So props to him for doing the right thing. And props to Sandry for glaring at her uncle and being like, ahem, you're just going to send this guy back without any guards? Fix this problem. Because <laughs> I love that she yeah. looks at him and he's like, ah, yes, let's send mm. some guards with him. So he has additional protection. Not that they did any good, but but that <laughs> counted in their yeah. defense, they probably had no idea that this lady was cloaked in nothingness mm-hmm. yeah and then of course as i mentioned before we got started we officially have an official villain you know that shit's going down and that somebody is a bad person when they are hurting animals in a tamara pierce book this lady is not nice period the end no redeemable qualities at all. Probably not. She's hurting animals. Animals and kids, man. We haven't got to that yet. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> far, she's only done one of the two. Not that it was actually a spoiler for them, but... Yeah, no. <laughs> but still. <laughs> I genuinely just love the Duke sass. We talk all the time about how, like, headstrong and just snarky Sandry is. But, yeah, her, her uncle's right there with her. <laughs> it runs on the fam. Yeah, it, she didn't fall far from that tree. 
I also really like just the statement of it's like a part of them is with left with me. Yeah. When she's talking about everybody's gone. If that's not found family, I can't tell you what is. You know what that reminded me of? I heard, I think on NPR a while back, that they did some study, that some they, some people did, some scientists did some study and found that we, in a sense, store memories with the people who we are close to in that way when somebody dies, because they, they talked about how, like, couples who've been married for decades when they lose their spouse one of them will say like the person who is alive will often say like I feel like a part of me has gone with them in a sense that literally happens so yeah in a sense that she is a part of herself it is one of the huge things is humans are social creatures by nature we are not meant to be independent and we're supposed to be around others creating these bonds and I know like this is tying into what we're currently going through it's the fact that we've all been gone so long it does feel like a part is missing our weekly get-togethers me going over to the house it kind of states some of that but like there's just so much that the human experience is not a solo experience it is a shared experience we are a summification of every person we've ever met yeah i agree with that because every person that you like ever have an experience with changes you it, it could be as tiny as smiling at someone at a grocery store to like your 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 best friend to your family you know it's it's every it it can change it could either be a day or like the rest of your life but you know it, all those interactions count. Yeah. And I like with me, I'm a very sentimental person. (laughs) So like, believe it or not, underneath this hard, rugged exterior, there is a wealth of emotion. You, you would not believe that from my cold calculating exterior. No no way. (laughs) I don't believe it. Um, Believe it or not. (laughs) There's a song that'll come on the radio, and every single time it comes on the radio, I think of one specific person. And where that used to bring me joy and a little bit of sadness, it just fills me with anger now. But, you know, it's the thought that counts. (laughs) I like that it's summed up so concisely, that because I feel like everybody can relate to that, whether it be they're separated from their sibling that they are constantly running with and they're gone, which is kind of what's happening here or family or a spouse or whatever. It, it is like a part of you is gone. That feeling sucks. And it's just so well put. Also, I really do like, and I know we've already mentioned it, but the uh, either talk or go away. I feel that on a daily basis, either tell me what you want or just leave me the fuck alone. I don't care which, just pick one. <laughs> We did also mention the he suddenly looked and he felt dangerous because we do. We only really see goofy Uncle Vidris. We we don't see this side. And it's very nice to see that taste of really where Sandry gets a lot of her personality. Mm-hmm. I just think that's nice. Another thing I liked that I just like for purely no good damn reason i just like it 
A soft-footed maid brought glasses, a bottle of wine, and a bottle of pomegranate juice. I don't know why I love that sentence. There's so much there that I just... It's descriptive. Soft, soft-footed maid. That is the nicest way of saying, this bitch is quiet, and <laughs> she's probably grown up in this and knows better than to be seen or heard. <laughs> She knew just where she would leave it. Just that 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 little bit of just a mm, here you go. <laughs> I did this thing, but I know how I'm gonna show it off now. <laughs> I have to give her props. You wanna go for showing, you wanna leave a message, like you did a damn good job. <laughs> that that's the end of mine, because that's literally the last line <laughs> of this chapter. <laughs> It's very good yeah. writing, though, because it's like, yeah. oh, shit, what's going to happen? It's that yeah. lovely little chapter cliffhanger. But without being the Hardy Boys, where every single chapter is a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's nicely sprinkled in. It's a it's a flavor enhancer, not uh, not drowning the palate with it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Step two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. This is where I get on a soapbox. So the, the thing that really stood out to me I guess there's sort of two that maybe kind of go together. One is just the whole point of view element. Cause there's a part where he's like, no, 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 I'm nothing like my brother. And I wrote my note was like, and I'm sure that's what the people who killed your brother would say. Like, mm. And then he's like, Oh, they're filthy animals. And I'm like, and I'm sure that's what they would say about you. So there's just this whole like, not, not exactly a trustworthy point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Not objective. Not- He's not necessarily a reliable narrator. So yeah, I guess this goes on with another reason that he's not a reliable narrator. I don't remember exactly what part it is, but like the Duke is kind of questioning him and he's not really wanting to give up these answers. And it reminded me a lot of middle schoolers and high schoolers not wanting to talk about getting bullied. The reason I say that this is me going into my soapbox, there have been studies in education that show that one of the things that pushes kids into not wanting to talk about their bullies is that when they're little and they try to be whistleblowers, they get told not to tattle. As a teacher who has worked with kindergartners, I understand why they say like, don't tattle because when you are interrupted literally every 30 seconds, by he he's writing on the wall he's touching the doorknob so and so has my blue crayon like oh my gosh like you never get anything done but we have yet to find a good way to teach people these are things that you can handle on your own in this way or that way or just not worry about these are things that you really do need to report that whole scene just really reminded me of kids not wanting to report being bullied. No, I guess the theme that I found was revenge. I guess we could start back where Kassam was talking about, I have no idea why they're doing this. Animals are killing my family. I, I can't imagine why. And it's like, oh yeah, I forgot. I guess my uh, my cousin killed one of their family members because one of his family members stepped in front of my great uncle one time going to church maybe that's why that that might they be have... why yeah k- k- getting k- killing a family member of his and then putting his head up on the city wall for everyone to see might be a reason why someone would want to attack your family like yeah you know that is yeah, also that... very childish the least childish character in this story is the one who was actually a child yeah yeah and then you, you get the obvious of Alzena and Nurhar killing Kassam. Mm-hmm. We know why, which is kind of why we needed this chapter, I think, just to really set it up. Like, yeah, he's going to get got because his family member did something stupid, which I'm not saying is right, but that's what happened. These aren't people of good repute as far as ne- neither of the families are as far as like in the universe um they're they're both bad and have done bad things so they bad things are going to keep happening to them i guess it's the emelon version of hatfields and mccoys 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is kind of reaching into like kind of my third step a little bit, but revenge is bad. And, and w- with these types of people that are like willing to do violent acts to each other, it's not going to stop until like an entire family is dead or like the authorities really step in. It's going to keep going. See, mine kind of ties in with that. It's definitely a, I don't want to say petty, but it is kind of one of those, oh, well, you slighted me, therefore I'm going to slight you back. And then it just escalates. It, it Escalation is definitely the name of the game in this, this chapter, is it goes from, you know, oh, well, someone's dead. We're not entirely sure why. We think they're not good people, but we're not sure to, okay, there's a history to all of this, and it's just escalation gotta know when to like de-escalate a situation that's a tall order coming from me but maybe maybe not remove someone's head i mean maybe that would just kind of de-escalate the situation there might not be a need to murder a person but hey you know i I can't say i wouldn't murder a man for less but you know Because this is literally like it was a lot for what happened. Like yeah, it was like somebody yeah. stepped on my toe, so now I'm going to kill them, and so now the yeah. other person is going to kill the entire family. Yeah. Can you can you really 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 blame him for that? Like if someone if if my cousin stepped in front of someone and then he was murdered for that, could you really blame yeah. me for wanting revenge after that? No, like like, like it's not. The, I feel like, like I said, I'll, I'll touch on this later. It's not the right thing to do, but can you blame someone for wanting to do that? It, it, it's. I think that's the issue, though, right? Like, I can't blame you for wanting revenge, but I feel like I can blame you for getting revenge. It, on this scale, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Brittany? Okay, so mine is really. <laughs> In depth is y'all's. Mine was just the uh, fear. There's a lot of fear in this chapter, which it's it wasn't his fault. It was his cousin's fault. So I feel bad for him that he's afraid. But then he's also talking about how these other people are animals. So I feel less sympathetic for him. But uh, there is. And then when he gets to the point of like, oh, yeah, I guess my cousin kind of killed their like. Patriarch. Yeah, like he kind of left that part out, dude. Um, that's a that's a big puzzle piece. Yeah, as to why this is happening. So he, my my theme is fear. It's not his fault, but uh, he's not really helping the situation either. And then uh, while he's being murdered, I'm sure there was a lot of fear there as well. So fear. <laughs> he's just a, an afraid man in this chapter. His 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 very short time in this novel, he is very afraid very the afraid. entire time. He's yes. very afraid the entire time that he is mentioned in this novel. <laughs> you can even kind of see it when, when Alzina is in the non-magic space that the mage made. Like, she was afraid of what would happen if the little window that she was seeing through, like, closed in and, like, she was trapped in that non-magic space or something like she 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 had that like fear in the back of her mind too yeah you also see that briefest 
mention of fear from Sandry about her uncle. Yeah. And it's not like, an, oh my God, I'm afraid, but it's that genuine, oh, this actually could be scary. There are definitely a lot of fear elements to this whole thing. <laughs> Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic into our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? I think my magic is, and I kind of struggled with this between like revenge, but but forgiveness. It's not exactly brought up, but that really seems to be the thing that I want to bring out of this. Like... I've never really had an issue with wanting to get revenge on people. You know, it's it, it'll run through your mind, right? You, you know, someone slights you or someone's done something and you're like, man, I wish I could get them back for this. But sometimes you just need to let it go. It's, it's something that the longer you keep in you and you keep like running it through your head over and over of how I want to like get back at someone for something, it, 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 it makes you into... I feel a lesser person like it, it, it might, it might give you some satisfaction if you went through with it, but it'd be short lived. And then you have to think about like, you know, what are the consequences for this? Yeah. What's Um, the, what's the fallout? (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I think the biggest moment for me was when I was uh, in, I just started college and my girlfriend of a year and a half cheated on me. It was really out of the blue and I was mad. I was like really upset. And I was like, how can I get back at her for this? Like, you know, I was, I was not in a great headspace, but I was eventually just like talking with my friends and stuff. I was, she is going to miss out on so much for going this route, ruining her relationship with me that I don't have to do anything. All of our friends that like knew us knew that she messed up. She was the one that decided to go out and do that. And I trying to add on to that or or be mean to her or something, it wouldn't accomplish anything. It wouldn't make me feel any better. It wouldn't, I I just let it go. I just didn't talk to her. I didn't reach out to her to like make her feel bad. I didn't, I I, I just said, you messed up. I'm not going to stick here. I'm not going to stick around for this. And I'm, I'm done. I don't want anything to do with you. The, The longer that I would have lingered trying to get back at her or something, would it just hurt me more in the long run? I, I have to try to remember to like keep that mindset of just not revenge isn't worth it. That's kind of where I was too. Revenge, bad juju. It just like creates chaos and awfulness as seen here. But also the the part, the moment that really stood out was when Sandry like looks at her uncle and is like, you're not going to let him go without a detail, right? He needs to be protected. And just this idea of protecting people who need protecting no matter who they are. We don't know a whole lot about this guy. We know that his family as a whole seems pretty shitty, but that doesn't mean that he deserves to get slaughtered. Being a decent human being to everyone, and that includes the people who aren't always decent to you. Mine is the sentence of, please stay. This is a complex affair. Perhaps you will see what I do not. People get so caught up and how they view something and how they see it that people miss obvious things or they miss subtleties that other people will pick up. Someone can say something and 
it's a joke to them and everybody else kind of recognizes oh it's supposed to be a joke and then the person that like it's being made to is like that's not funny not necessarily invalidating that oh it's not funny but it's the okay everybody else understands why it's funny this is the situation or this is what makes it funny but this person is going okay this is why it's not funny I think it comes from the fact that I like to play devil's advocate that's something that I try and keep in the back of my mind constantly is okay well maybe what I'm seeing is an culmination of this completely other thing that has nothing to do with me or maybe something is going on that I'm not seeing all of and someone else has a different point of view on it. It's kind of that nice reminder of always check in with someone else before you really form an entire opinion about something, especially something important, whether it be your opinions on a person or on a place or on a subject matter entirely. I stated this before, we the human experience is not a solo experience. It is an accumulation of everything we see and we feel and how we interact with everybody and how they interact with us. And so always having someone else's point of view on something or an extra set of eyes on something is just, it's nice to keep you grounded and from murdering an entire family for stepping in front of you. <laughs> I'm just going to keep bringing that up. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> this one was the hardest for me this time around. Usually it's the easiest because I'm pretty selfish. And so I'm like, oh, this pertains to me. But this time it was kind of hard for me. Well, glad to know that you don't feel like you have a lot in common with murderers. If I'm going to be serious, uh, we were uh, talking about how he said something about, um, I'm not like my family. And sometimes I try to say that as well. My family's not bad. There's a couple of people in there that are pretty shitty. But um, I, I feel like... Instead of just saying, I'm not like my family, you should just, the people that are shitty in your family, try to be better than them. Instead of just saying, oh, I'm not like them, just actually try to do better, I guess. I'm not exactly sure what I'm trying to say, because this just came in my head right now. Let's say you're not like them and show that you're not like them. Exactly. Because uh, he didn't really show that he was that much different by saying, oh, these people are filthy animals. They're awful. Like, you sound a lot like your family, sir, but okay. At the end of our episodes... We like to have an excerpt from the next chapter. So this is an excerpt from Magic Steps, Chapter 7. My dear, I heard Dedicate Lark was with you and came to say hello, Vedras explained as they all got to their feet. Lark bowed slightly. Temple Dedicates were not expected to show great courtesies to nobility. It's very good to see your grace, she told him with a smile. You are looking well this morning. The Duke smiled back at her. The loan of my great niece has had much to do with that, I believe. It's good to know she's valued as she ought to be, replied Lark. Your Grace, may I present my friend Yasmin Hibet? Yasmin curtsied deeply, so graceful that Sandry was envious. While she could curtsy well, she was always afraid her knees might creak. When the dancer rose, she offered a hand. The Duke bowed and kissed it and then released her. I am a very great admirer of yours, he confessed. I've seen you dance on many occasions. Yasmin smiled at him. 
I've seen your grace at quite a few of my local performances, she remarked. I'm honored that I will, I'm honored that I was able to entertain you. Shall I have the pleasure of seeing you perform this winter? Asked the Duke. I have been considering open, opening this place up for entertaining a bit if Sandry would like to be my hostess. Yasmin was just saying that she has retired, Uncle, Sandry pointed out. Oh, well, I don't plan to give it all up, protested Yasmin. Certainly, I'd be delighted to dance for your grace. She's flirting. Oh, yeah. They're so cute. I they are them. so cute. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell us what you think by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes at readingcircletemple.com and find more sound clips by following the Reading Circle Temple on SoundCloud. Never miss a post by following Reading Circle on Tumblr. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Facebook and join the Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. See our cats by following Reading Circle Temple on Instagram. Or you can tweet at us at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. If you like their art, follow Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our music. Find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. They talked about the dragon fight again, so I'm going to go with don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. <laughs> that is a good Drugs one to remember. Drugs are bad. Okay. I feel like that's a great way to end this. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.